Welcome to Brick by Brick. I don't know how to take a break anymore. I used to work in a warehouse. Doing manual labor, I didn't have to think too deeply about the characteristics of a good break. If I wasn't working, it was a good break. After being on my feet for hours, I always welcomed the opportunity to sit during lunch. I'd also take smaller breaks throughout the day. Just a few spare minutes, drinking water and breathing, a few minutes of not work. Then I got a promotion, a desk job. Email and phone calls and hundreds of little pieces of information to keep track of and organize and share. My job changed, but I didn't change how I take breaks. A few minutes of not work is still a good break, right? So when I get a drink of water, I grab my smartphone and check for notifications and maybe look something up online. When I need a break, I open up social media or my personal email to see what's going on. And during lunch, I either fall down a rabbit hole of online articles and videos, or I do things off my personal to-do list. Once upon a time, I had to be physically present at the office to do work, but now I can access work from anywhere on my iPad or laptop. And I can do many non-work administrative tasks from those same devices, from anywhere. But checking social media and personal email is not a break. Editing the church podcast or website is not a break. Writing a new article is not a break. The primary muscle I use in my professional life is my brain. I think about things. I process information. I brainstorm solutions. I compose responses. All of it is brain work. And then I take a break and use my brain some more. There is no break. If you can relate to all this, no doubt you can relate to the consequences as well. My mind has acclimated to this ridiculous pace. It likes the constant little bursts of dopamine as I discover new things, check off to-dos, and open notifications. So when I try to slow down, my brain fights me. What are you doing? I hate boredom. Hey, you know what you should do right now? My brain likes the constant activity, but it also gets tired. I can't have deep insights and learn new things and write compelling transcripts all day long. Typically, I start getting foggy after lunch, and sometimes that fog doesn't lift before the workday is over. Since taking a boring break is out of the question, my brain encourages me to choose less demanding work. I don't have the energy to solve that problem right now. Just reply to a few emails instead. Because I'm bad at taking genuine breaks, I accomplish less meaningful work over the course of my whole day. And on top of that, I have less mental energy left for my family and side projects when I get home. I've also flirted with total burnout at least once in the past six months. And my wife would probably tell you it wasn't just flirtation. To top it all off, we tend to make worse decisions when we are tired. So taking bad breaks leaves me tired, and being tired makes me more likely to choose a bad break instead of a good break. It's a nasty, self-perpetuating cycle. To get out of this cycle, we need to step back and remind ourselves why we take breaks. The point of a break is not to temporarily stop what you were doing. The point of a break is to rest, to recharge. The goal is to return to your work with renewed energy and focus. We can do precisely that 
if we start taking breaks that don't use the same muscles as our work. This is obvious when our work is physical. After you dig a hole, your arm and shoulder muscles need a break. After you stand up all day, your legs and feet need a break. But the principle is still true for mental work. Do you think an accountant takes a break by working on his own finances? Do you think a lawyer takes a break by doing research or arguing? You can't take a good break by doing the same types of things you do for work, just in a different context. We are foolish to resist the need for good breaks. Good breaks are part of a healthy rhythm, a rhythm that is not unique to work. We can find similar rhythms all over the place. We breathe in and out to cycle oxygen. Our hearts contract and relax to pump blood. Ocean tides rise and fall. Living creatures wake and then sleep. Quote, the importance of restoration is rooted in our physiology. Human beings aren't designed to expend energy continuously. Rather, we're meant to pulse between spending and recovering energy. End quote. Tony Schwartz. If we can replace our bad breaks with good ones, we'll see benefits at every level. This moment. Your day won't be a constant stream of new information and decisions. This will reduce stress and make it easier to focus. Today, with that increased focus, you'll be able to get more done when you are working. You won't waste as much time on mindless web browsing and notifications because you'll do them on purpose instead of impulsively. Tomorrow, your energy levels will also be higher. You won't be as tired later in the day, and you won't wear out as much over the course of a week. Next month, the slow drain of continual work without a good break wreaks havoc on a daily basis, but the effects are magnified over time. Good breaks will help you to work hard in a sustainable, long-term way and avoid burnout. Quote, Contrary to what I might have guessed, taking regular breaks from mental tasks actually improves your creativity and productivity. Skipping breaks, on the other hand, leads to stress and fatigue. End quote. Tom Rath. So, what bad breaks are you currently taking that you need to eliminate? Personal email. Much of the modern workforce is afflicted with the chronic disease known as email. If that includes you, don't make it worse by checking your personal email during breaks. Ideally, you should be spending as little time as possible on email. Try to handle it all before or after work if you can. If you can't, do what you can to minimize it. Spend a small portion of your lunch break checking in, but do it with a timer. Move quickly, get in and get out. Personal tasks. Those tasks on your personal agenda are bad breaks. They may be good things, but they don't refresh you. Doing them uses your willpower, your decision-making, your focus, your stamina. Instead of giving these tasks your leftovers, assign real time to them. If they are important enough to be on your list, aren't they important enough to get their own time slot in your schedule? Social media. Unlike personal tasks, social media doesn't seem hard, but that doesn't make it a good break. Your brain still has to stay engaged with a flow of new information, interpreting each item and determining whether it is meaningful. That is the primary activity of most office jobs, filtering through pages of information to determine which parts are meaningful. Doing more of that is not restful, even if there are cat memes. Let's be honest. Scrolling through a social media feed doesn't help us work with more intensity or focus. 
In fact, it's the opposite. When you spend those moments before you get to work passively receiving content from a feed, it sets a tone for the work that follows. Your brain shifts into social media mode, which is passive and distractible. I've done it plenty of times, and I can't remember a single time I turned away from Twitter to do work and felt more energized or focused. The main thing social media makes it easier to do is more social media. A good break is a break you can leave and get back to work. Unsocial media. I could have grouped blog posts and videos together with social media. They are bad breaks for many of the same reasons. But this type of content is worth special attention because it can lure us in with the promise of learning and self-improvement. What could be a better break, right? Take a step back from that project and learn something new at the same time. While that sounds appealing, it isn't refreshing. It's hard to learn new things. If you want to actually remember ideas, connect them to your own life, and apply them, you have to give your full attention to the lesson. Articles and videos focused on helping people learn and grow, like this one, are important. I'm grateful for them. But if you try to learn on a break, you either do a bad job learning or a bad job resting. Or a bad job at both. On the flip side, what are some good breaks you can take that will refresh you? Movement. Most of us sit to work, so a walk is an excellent break. Stretching and simple exercises are also very good. The goal is to raise your heart rate a little bit and increase blood flow. Your brain loves blood flow. Refuel. In addition to blood, your brain also loves glucose. A good break should fuel your body with the resources it needs, especially if you have a job that is more physically demanding. Drink some water, eat a healthy snack, and don't read, watch, or scroll while you eat and drink. Just enjoy the snack. Breathe. Be. Unmediated social. You could also stop by that famous break spot, the water cooler. While you want to be mindful of the time and not get sucked into a longer conversation, talking to other people is often a great break. Steve Jobs famously designed the Pixar campus so it forced employees to cross paths. Talking to someone else pulls you outside yourself and invites you to entertain a different perspective. Even if the conversation itself doesn't lead to a creative breakthrough, a positive social interaction will give you a boost as you return to work. Note: Be careful with this one if your primary job involves talking to people, especially if you are introverted. Talking to coworkers about non-work can still be a good break, but make sure you return to work feeling rested. Nature. Our bodies were not made to be indoors all day. Taking a walk is great, and it's even better if you take it outside. Being outside exposes you to sunlight and fills your lungs with fresh air. Nature is an amazing break. Not only does a nature break help you work better, it also helps you sleep better. Being out on the sun during the day keeps our biological clocks synchronized to its rhythm, which helps us wind down and fall asleep at night. Nothing. If all else fails, sitting in silence is a pretty good break. Yes, it will be very uncomfortable. We've adapted to a breakneck pace of life in the internet age, and anything else feels slow. But it's important to be able to sit alone with your thoughts, and doing so is more restorative than the bad break options. Mm -hmm.
Now what? Don't just move on to the next podcast or activity. You listen to this podcast to learn and grow, right? Take a few more minutes to think about what these ideas mean for your life. What bad breaks do you indulge most often? What negative effects can you see in your life from taking bad breaks instead of good breaks? Which good break is the most appealing? Visualize what it would look like if you started incorporating this break into your daily routine. How would things be better? Now, what are you going to do? Commit to change by making a plan for what you will do and when you will do it. Write it down and put it somewhere you will see your commitment over and over. Quote, The secret to retaining the highest level of productivity is not working longer, but working smarter with frequent breaks. End quote. Julia Gifford. episode helpful or thought-provoking, please take the time to make a plan for how you can apply these ideas. The best way to thank me is by taking action. Be different. Chart a new course. Thanks for listening.